I think gone through the day and processed a little bit more of our emotions and what it is that we're feeling after that tough loss last night, that game six loss that none of us were expecting, of course, none of us were hoping for. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what what happened? What led us to this point? Now, we don't necessarily have all of the information because we're hoping to get a bit of an update when it comes to the injuries that the players were dealing with. So as much as we can kind of talk a little bit about what we saw and how we think that plays into the results that, of course, ended in a loss, uh, we're going to get into it right now with Brendan Escott, who's joining me once again to talk Oilers and do a little bit more of a, of a post-mortem on a season that sadly has come to an end and none of us thought that it was going to at least i didn't no not uh not in this fashion anyway i thought given how far they went last year given the improvements that they made this year over the course of the season the trade deadline etc and then the individual seasons by mcdavid and drysaddle again it's uh it's disappointing to see them bowing out only in the second round, but I think it's important to remember that Vegas is a very good hockey team. They have next to no holes in their game, really, and that's sort of their calling card is while they might not have superstars, they don't have any weak points. If anything was going to be their weak point, as we sort of talked about in the first couple games, it was the goaltending. And Aiden Hill was the first star of the night last night. He, right. he really stole that for them. And Edmonton can't say the same about the way that Stuart Skinner played and, and Jack Campbell wasn't really afforded much of an opportunity but for in a couple relief appearances. And by the way, he's also leading the league in goals against average as Jack Campbell after a couple of relief appearances too. So is there a case to be made for maybe not riding the rookie goaltender in 12 straight starts perhaps but uh, you know there's only one man in this city that gets paid to coach in the National Hockey League yeah. and ultimately he had to make that decision. Yeah I don't know that we can really fault Skinner though I, I mean no. maybe there were some saves that he could have that that you know he could have had but I think that it wasn't necessarily his fault. I mean, the fact that he got pulled from, what, two, three? Was it three games in this series? Uh, I think last night was the fourth, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so. and I, but was that because of him, specifically? Sorry, not in the series. The fourth in the playoffs, you're right. Uh, but... Uh, no, it definitely wasn't. It, in part, and we've seen this in other series as well. Coaches are pulling the goaltenders in order to rest them up for the next game. And until last night, Skinner had bounced back and won every single game that he'd played after losing. So that was just the first time that Edmonton had lost back-to-back -back games actually in a couple of months, not just in the playoffs here. So it's, it's a good run. I think that they're... If you hearken back to the, the early 80s, before they ever won anything, they lost to the New York Islanders. And people that have heard the, the story a thousand times of Gretzky and Messier, you know, sort of walking by the Islanders' room. And instead of euphoria, it was them with ice packs on because that's what it takes to sort of, you know, to, to win a Stanley Cup. And times have changed, sure. But my point being, Edmonton's got to learn how to sort of achieve this, this goal. And the Stanley mm -hmm. Cup, I think is the hardest trophy. What you have to go through is the hardest trophy to win in sports. So lots of learning to be done with this experience. The good news is that this is year one to me of what should be probably three or four worth of them pushing for a Stanley Cup every single year. I don't know if I've got the patience for that amount of time. <laughs> 
want to win it right now. I wanted to win it this year. I know, and and it's an inch closer, and you start to to wonder what it might be like, right? This was Vegas's year in so many ways. They were able to uh, put their captain get to the playoffs without their captain Mark Stone, and then of course in the playoffs there's no salary cap, so they get the benefit of a nine million dollar player uh, that sort of walked into the situation and uh, and gave him a boost. The yeah, Edmonton even Oilers though we tried to beat up that. on him, clearly, clearly didn't matter. I yeah. think, okay, so do we now, as much as I hate to say this, cheer for Vegas? Because then that way, if they win the cup, we can look at it like that's what we were up against and we took a team like that to game six. Mm-hmm. I it's certainly a way you can go about it, and that's what happened last year against Colorado. So if it ends up being Vegas's Stanley Cup, first of all, how cool the, the expansion team within the fa- the last several years yeah. has won a cup. Yeah. But uh, but for them, to if, if that does go that way, it says a lot about Edmonton, right? It says right. a lot about the roadblocks that they've had in their way. And uh, I, I sent out a tweet probably toward the beginning of all this. I said Edmonton's, like, biggest obstacle with a Stanley Cup is themselves right now. And with some of the penalties they took in those games, I could see a little bit of that shooting themselves in the foot. Next year, I'll bet you they're going to have matured past the point of these little mistakes and that sort of thing that ultimately is the difference in a game. Yeah, and you know the the fans will show up next season. Is still it's a few months away, and mm-hmm. I think by that time the excitement will have ramped up, and the optimism and the hope for yeah, what's going to be another incredible one. I mean, it really was a good season. Yeah, just didn't end the way that we wanted it to. And that's it feels so horrible right now because in the moment, like everything, you can't forget was what was accomplished along the way. You know, the player's ultimate goal is to win the Stanley Cup. But as as fans, you know, you get to drink in and enjoy all those accomplishments. Connor McDavid's probably going to win four league awards this year. He's already won the Art Ross and the uh, Rocket Richard for the points total and, the, and its goals total. But he's going to win the Hart Trophy, which is the MVP by the hockey writers. And he's going to win the Ted Lindsay Trophy again. And that's the MVP by his peers. So these are all little feathers to continue putting in the cap of yourself as an Oilers fan and, and just drinking in what is spectacular, you know, the gr- the greatness of it all. Yeah. And then there's this whole Stanley Cup thing. <laughs> right. Then there's this whole Stanley Cup thing. Yeah, this thing. Okay. Well, it'll be ours hopefully in the next couple of years. Okay, Brendan, thank you so much for coming back and joining me for uh, a little bit more of a, of a debrief.